Welcome to the A to Z Sports Powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Sam Phelan, our Titans reporter at A to Z Sports.com. And we are Nashville's On Demand Sports Talk Network going live weekday mornings at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Link to the show segment by segment on our Twitter X timeline. And also hit us up on Instagram, TikTok, and threads for more great Titans content. We got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out all of you like Wilson County Hyundai. WilsonCountyHyundai.com is where to go to make them a part of your new car buying process. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans at fbhp.com slash atoz. The Aura app, protecting your information online, and you get a two-week free trial when you use our link, aura.com slash atoz. And Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer with three great locations in the Middle Tennessee area, Columbia, Franklin, and Murfreesboro. They are online at KrebsKubota.com. So, Sam, uh, you did not have – did you have a chance to talk about this idea last week on Titans at 2 or another time? Because I know Zach and I discussed the Ben Volan column uh, from a couple weekends ago of uh, that Robert Kraft or the Crafts in general – have Mike Vrabel as their quote home run pick to potentially replace Bill Belichick. And so did you have a chance to really uh, share your feelings and thoughts on this uh, yet? Somewhat uh, to a preliminary sense, I guess. I mean, there's an article out on A to Z sports breaking down my thoughts of, uh, of that interest from, from Robert Kraft and company. Um, I think my overall thoughts, I guess, to summarize it was that I'm glad that there's interest, right? I think it's a good thing for the Titans to have people interested, whether that be in a player, whether that be in Mike Vrabel, whatever, it gives you options. Uh, But I think this is interest and that's really all it is because uh, part of how this works with Mike Vrabel having multiple years left under his contract, being a head coach uh, that I think Amy Adams Strunk values very much still, even with a three and six record, is that it would have to be a trade for Mike Vrabel. Uh, Robert Kraft can't wake up one morning and just sign Mike Vrabel away from the Titans. And so uh, he would have to give up draft picks and trade assets to the Titans in order to go get his head coach. What does that look like? Well, I think you can refer to recent head coach trades and the most you know, recent example being Sean Payton being dealt from the New Orleans Saints to the Denver Broncos this past offseason after being removed from one year of coaching uh, with the Saints and he, he had not been around the league for a year with the Saints already having their head coach and Dennis Allen. And so they, they lacked a lot of leverage in those negotiations And they still netted a first round pick from Denver. So the asking price for some of these top end head coaches is very, very high. um, And it creates an interesting discussion. I I don't feel like, at least at this point, it's something that I would expect to happen. But when you start looking at some of the compensation that we saw in today's article from The Athletic, it starts to make you raise your eyebrow a little bit and consider things a little bit more. Yeah. So let's get to the article from the athletic. Uh, This is the headline that was published around six o'clock this morning, central time. And this is from Randy Mueller, who is a former NFL GM of both the New Orleans saints and the Miami dolphins. He's worked in other uh, football leagues as well as being a uh, analyst for the athletics NFL content, why the Patriots should trade for Titans head coach Mike Vrabel 
this off season. So he's coming out there and saying it should happen. And if he were the, in the Patriots situation, he thinks it should as well. Now the, the main part of this column from Randy Mueller was about the marrying of the general manager and the head coach and the understanding of context for both of these teams, because there was a line in there from Mueller that said, in short, the timing might work out great for both teams because you've got the Tennessee Titans who uh, have had Mike Vrabel now for this is the sixth season as head coach. The first five seasons were spent with GM John Robinson. You fired John Robinson last December. You bring in Rand Carthon to help uh, collaborate with with Mike Vrabel uh, here. And there is a, again, there's still a new dynamic in that area. In New England, you have Bill Belichick, who has been the GM and the head coach for two plus decades, and things are about as bad as they are. And Randy Mueller brings up, and we've talked to our uh, Patriots reporter, Sophie Weller, uh, about this even uh, as recent as last week, of the idea of, is Bill Belichick going to be around? Are they going to keep Bill Belichick as a coach and bring somebody in uh, at uh, the new GM spot? And you're asking Bill Belichick, to change his role and his power dynamic at the ripe age of 71 years old. Then you're probably going to draft a, a quarterback high in this draft. And then you're going to start a new rookie quarterback drafted highly with Bill Belichick being 71 or 72 years old. You know, what is the, is the timing right for Bill Belichick and the Patriots to move on and start fresh with somebody who's familiar and bring in a traditional uh, setup of, GM and head coach and Mike Vrabel being a head coach you're trading for and a new GM that has not really had that position in New England. There hasn't been that position in New England for a long, long time. So that's kind of the setup of what this is. And so Randy Mueller went deeper into this. And well, do you have any thoughts on that overall, uh, you know, idea of the context and the, in the, the, the conversation that Randy Mueller is having? Yeah, I mean, I think it makes sense, especially from a Patriots perspective, uh, because the what's going on in New England right now feels imminent. Like Bill Belichick is not long for the Patriots head coaching job, even if he is around next year in some capacity, even if you maintain the current structure that you have, you know that that is coming to an end sometime soon. And given the team's losing record and, you know, pitiful record, frankly, at this point, uh, you have to feel like they're looking to shuffle the deck. What's really interesting, though, is uh, the uncertainty of the Titans position and their role in all of that, because uh, we don't know whether Amy Adams Strunk would ever consider moving on for Mike Vrabel, whether, you know, a trade for Mike Vrabel, could, it could be a non-starter for her. We don't know how Rand Carthon feels about the situation. I mean, we do know they have a collaborative relationship. I have seen their relationship firsthand on the practice field. That is a good one. They are laughing. They're having fun with each other all the time. But does Ran want to hire his own coach? Uh, these are these are variables that we're not necessarily sure of. And yeah. so as this season progresses and we figure out exactly what the Titans are, are they a team that you know shows fight and crawls back to seven and ten or eight and nine? And you know you can hang your hat on being like, okay, well. You know, they showed some positive things at the end of the year and we have the quarterback. And so we're good going into next season with Mike Vrabel. Or are they a team that bottoms out and you start to really raise concerns about the current structure and coaching staff and whatnot? So yeah. uh, we've got half a season to go uh, and 
you know, it feels like we're, we've almost uh, come to conclusions about this team. Uh, I still think a lot can change in this next half of the season. That'll change where the Titans fit into a picture with new England, obviously knowing they'd like to go get a new head coach. Potentially again, Bill Belichick is still employed by the new England Patriots as the GM and the head coach. We don't know what the Patriots want to do, but it does seem imminent that when you look at the updated AFC standings, that the two teams at the very, very bottom are the Tennessee Titans and the New England Patriots. Uh, and that's even, you know, Denver won. So they're now four and five. So you got three wins in Titans and two wins in Patriots. And that's the bottom. Yeah. Well, and hey, listen, Timmy comes in here and says, Amy would never let Coach Rabel go. Everybody knows that, Sam. And, and I do agree to some extent. I think currently, as my current understanding of the Titans power structure is, Mike Vrabel is... Amy's guy. And she made that very clear when she fired John Robinson in December and gave as much roster control to Mike as she did. Uh, My personal opinion on this matter, I guess we can just cut to the chase there. I think it's silly to trade Mike Vrabel. I I think it would be short-sighted by Miss Amy. I I think it would be reactionary to fire him, trade him, anything. Like less than 12 months ago, we made by we, I mean the organization, right? Uh, You made a massive commitment to Mike Vrabel as your head coach and your sole and primary decision maker in a lot of areas moving forward. You included him on the process to search for a GM. You hired a GM with the idea that he would be a collaborative decision maker with Mike Vrabel. And so to, to, you know, pull the plug on that operation after one season uh, would feel premature. That being said, I don't think it's impossible that Miss Amy, who has shown in the past she wants to win Super Bowls, would be very frustrated by the fact that her football team is 3-13 and in their last 16 games. And I definitely think, whether it results in any sort of change or not, there is a conversation that's going to take place, if it hasn't already, between Miss Amy and Mike Vrabel, that is, Mike, what the hell, dude? Like, three and six, three and 13 in the last 16. Like, they've won three games since they fired John Robinson. And an understanding of, like, hey, we did that move wanting to go from good to great, not good to worse. Uh, and yeah. so I, I don't think right now we're at that point where Amy would move on from Vrabel. But I do think I- to say, that it would never happen, and everybody knows that, is silly because uh, at some point, something's got to give. And Miss Amy, just like everybody else, has a breaking point. Yeah, and Yuri brings up a good point. Amy fired J-Rob after giving him an extension. Don't forget that, that Vrabel does not have immunity from being fired. That, like, that's, I mean, that's a great point from Yuri there. I, and I would say this. I, like, So I don't think, like I said, I don't think Amy's at that point right now. I think she could go through this offseason and still be still not be at that point. I think if they went through next season and were still bad, so I, I, like, I think Miss Amy snaps. So I'm just saying I'm saying that. Uh, say, yeah, I do think, but I, 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 timing is important for everything, right? And so again, as as Randy Mueller mentioned in his uh, column at the Athletic, uh, he said that for in short, both. Uh, teams, this could be the right timing so, for both. But is franchises. this the right timing? I don't think this is the right I, I, timing. I will tell you why I believe this is the right timing um, of, for a potential trade for Mike Vrabel. Because you mentioned 
you thought trading or pulling the plug on the Vrabel Carthon collaboration plan after one year is premature and short-sighted. I don't think it's a short-sighted view. I think it's actually more of a long play view, but uh, let's also get to the compensation that was floated out there uh, from uh, uh, Randy Mueller as well. A lot to get to, to break down this conversation, but first let me tell you guys about aura who's keeping my information safe online and protecting me from a bunch of different angles. Aura, our sponsor, is uh, the king at protecting your information online. They identified 30 data brokers who are profiting from selling my information uh, and, and doing a lot of different things to protect uh, my information. And Aura opted me out of those lists on my behalf. And it took about five or six days. That's it. We're giving you a two-week free trial with our sponsor, Aura, by using our link, Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. That's Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. Get rid of the data brokers. Uh, get rid of your password leaks and protect those as well. Protect your credit and identity theft monitoring as well. Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z for a two-week free trial. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Use the bonus code A-T-O-Z sports when you sign up with BetMGM and get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. That's up to $1,500 when you place that first bet, even if it loses. Whatever your bet amount was, that goes back into your account in the form of a bonus bet with a second chance to win big. That's the best way to do sports gambling. So whenever you sign up with a sports book, make sure it's BetMGM and BetMGM.com with the bonus code. A-T-O-Z Sports. All right, so I, I want to kind of reset. We've got a lot to get to here this morning uh, with this update, right? So, again, Randy Mueller uh, on The Athletic, former NFL GM of the uh, Dolphins and of the New Orleans Saints, saying why the Patriots should trade for Titans head coach Mike Vrabel this offseason. I'll get to the compensation here in a second. But, Sam, you mentioned the, the term short-sighted. I actually think it's a long play because you mentioned – you know, why not wait another year? Uh, you know, you understood the roster was going to be a mess after what happened with John Robinson. And Mike Vrabel is a former coach of the year. He has trust. He's established. He's a quality coach. And there's interest from another team in potentially trading for him. That's a good, you mentioned too, it's a good thing to have that interest. I think it is a long play because of the, the opportunity with this specific timing. And this is what I talked about last week with Zach too, is that, I would way, way rather change Will Levis's coaching staff and offensive caller after year one, really, than any other time. I think if you want to make the most out of Will Levis, you go in and you bring in an offensive-minded head coach that is going to be here until you decide that you don't want them to be here, not a revolving door offensive coordinator job that we've seen this position be under Mike Vrabel, but you bring in that offensive minded head coach for year two with Levis to be that growth year together. And then in year three of his four year contract, you build on that before you have to pay him $200 million or not. Right. Cause that's going to be the price for Will Levis in 2026 is $200 million. And that's probably a low end. Ideally, right, right. I mean, right. if he if he hits, and right. So, and so, I don't want. It. Let's let's just say you wait, and the Titans are three and thirteen. Their last sixteen games under Rabel, the last seven losses of last year. I'm not really holding against him, but they go on his record, right? Uh, but if you wait, and Rabel uh, is continuing to struggle, and they don't turn this thing around, then now you're going to have to fire Rabel. 
are the Patriots going to want to trade for him in a year later? Or, and then now you're going into year three and Will Levis has had two years of a sputtering spinning wheels offense where I think this timing is for a, you understand you might not win in 2024 or make the playoffs in 2024 because you're changing head coaches, but it's almost like the the reset you need to go forward long-term with Will Levis. I just think you like, so there is some merit to that, right? I mean, you do want to get Will Levis in the best situation as quickly as possible. I just think whenever you are an owner in professional sports, I think you have to allow your general manager and your head coach to complete a cycle. Uh, Like there are cycles, obviously, of how rosters ebb and flow. Uh, rosters get worse, rosters get better. You build around quarterbacks. There is a lot of change that, that happens. Mike Vrabel and Rand Carthon as a team have not had the opportunity yet to build a roster around Will Levis for an off season and surround him with the coaches and weapons necessary for him to succeed. They had a plan in place last off season that Austin, we said at the time, is patchwork because they can't solve all of the problems at once. Now, have all of those solutions worked? No, uh, I think that there is room for criticism in the way that they evaluated some of that talent that they acquired. Uh, But I still believe that to this point, you have to be satisfied with the play of Will Levis. If you are a Titans fan, you have to think, They might have gotten the quarterback right, which is the hardest thing to do in professional football. And I think pulling the plug on the the head coach that is one of your biggest, like not just like making personnel decisions, but really the identity of your football team, which by the way, who convinced DeAndre Hopkins to come play in Tennessee and catch footballs from Will Levis? That's Mike Vrabel who, uh, you know, brought in a lot of the talent and really keeps this locker room glued together while they're three and six. That's Mike Vrabel. You take him out of the equation, I think you drop a bomb on everything. And I think that puts Will Levis in a tough spot going into year two with the GM who, by the way, probably wants his own guy. We very, very rarely, and I have a hard time even off the top of my head thinking of one, a quarterback in the National Football League who is successful being drafted by a head coach uh, that is not his actual head coach. Like, if a head coach comes in and inherits a quarterback, that head, that quarterback does not really succeed under a head coach. And I, I can't I mean, really I think of an example. I don't necessarily believe that. I, I think there's always nuance to it. And I think, like, Marcus Mariota was drafted by the Ken Wisenhunt Titans and they got rid of Ken Wisenhunt like eight games into his career and tried to make it better. Like I, I and think there was, and it, and it was, it was, yes, it absolutely was better. Like 2016, 20, and then he shattered his leg in half. Like, I, you know, I think there's, but things do happen. Like coaches can, how about Trevor Lawrence? <laughs> how about that? How about that okay, example that one. happened that's to you? One. Right. Like, that's and that's, one. and that's exact. That's not exactly the, apples to apples thing but urban meyer was clearly not the right job for trevor not right for trevor lawrence and you right. go in there and you rip the plug out after one year to not let it ruin you don't let the blister get infected mike rabel's not and urban I, i'm meyer. not and i'm I not mean. saying he is I, I i think he's very different than urban meyer there is an opportunity to marry will levis 
with an offensive-minded head coach where you're guaranteed to have that philosophy and play-calling rhythm be the same for Will Levis's rookie contract, years two through four. And with Mike Vrabel, you will never be able to say that because we've seen it. This is yeah. play-caller number four in year number six. You either get a guy that gets a head coach or you get a guy who gets fired. And now you get Tim Kelly. And so, and Trey says, why can't that be Tim Kelly? Because are you, again, you're going into this thing where you get two years as an offensive coordinator. If you're not getting head coaching calls, you're probably not good enough to be the offensive coordinator. And so now you're sitting yourself in that spot where you might have to change offensive coordinators going into year three, which is when you're going to have to start figuring out, are you going to pay Will Levis after the season with a brand new relationship? And so there's an opportunity to do something now that can set you up with continuity years two through four. And then you can pay. And if it works, then now you're going to pay him and you're going to be happy. If it doesn't work, then it doesn't work, but you gave yourself an opportunity for continuity. So let's get to the, well, I see that. Uh, I I definitely see where you're coming from there. As far as, as timing is concerned. Um, I think there is logic that checks out there. If you are going to cite like the Trevor Lawrence example and point to needing an offensive head coaching hire. And I, I know some of the top candidates, the chat's already been over. I've heard oh, ben, I, John- yeah. ben Johnson's name in the chat, right? There, there's a ton of options out there. The thing that I just can't get over is l- let me pull up this comment because it was, it happened earlier in the show. I, and I'll forever be saying it from Scott Weaver. For those who want Vrabel gone, be careful what you wish for. And I totally agree. I, I don't believe this is a grass is necessarily greener situation. And so you have to know if you are Amy Adams Strunk, if you're a Titans fan wishing for Mike Vrabel to be sent out of there and be traded away, you are rooting for a coach of the year who has a, a lot of positive attributes that we'll talk about a little bit later in the show no longer being your head coach. And as we see from over half the organizations in the National Football League, finding that right head coach with a a ton of positive attributes who keeps you regularly competitive, who you feel like is a long-term solution is a very, very difficult thing to do. Almost as difficult as finding the right quarterback. Uh, And so you've got teams who cycle through head coaches every three years and shrug their shoulders and say, why can't we get one of these good ones these Mike Vrabel, Mike Tomlin, John Harbaugh, consistent head coaches that to just reliably have us in the mix. Um, the Titans have that. And so I don't believe the yeah, grass but, will necessarily but those be two guys it. that you just mentioned, Tomlin and John Harbaugh, they have not had a stretch of three and 13. True. They have, they had a stretch of three and six, which like is, but th- that's why I do believe the way the rest of this season plays out is important, right? right like, so we've 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 put it off too long. I, I need to get to this compensation <laughs> because yeah, we've got the range, yeah. well, and that we, matters too because because yes. I can sit here and say this all I want, but if I mean we'll talk about some of some of what's being suggested from New England, but if they knock on the door with a certain package, yeah, you might have to hey, say, hey, Mike, again, I, I'm <laughs> as of right now, November fifteenth. I am not on Team Fire, Mike Vrabel, but I'm on Team Question, Mike Vrabel, and I'm on Team Listen to what the Patriots might have to offer. So let's go back to Randy Mueller from the Athletic. He published this uh, this morning, 
Uh, if the Patriots, who have the AFC's worst record, continue this course and earn a top five pick in the draft, giving up, that would be a little steep for my taste. But the challenge of sorting out a fair value could be worked out. And if Rabel really wanted out, the Titans and the Patriots could find common ground fairly easily. If I were Kraft, I'd reach out owner to owner, offer a 2024 second round pick, as it will be a high one. I would not touch a pick in the top 10 because I'm not willing to give up the farm. If I were the Titans, I might counter to acquire an additional pick in a subsequent year. This can only happen if Rabel is serious about moving on as well. And there might be another team that would offer more for a coach of Rabel's status, though the league might fight the idea of a draft pick bidding war for a coach. So that is Randy Mueller, who uh, former NFL GM, who wrote this morning at The Athletic why he thinks the Patriots should trade for the Titans head coach Mike Vrabel. So let's ask this. We we have come up with our uh, potential trade compensation, Sam. We're going to start with a 2024 second round pick. That's like a top five pick in the second round, right? So you're talking 33 to 37. And a 2025 first rounder from New England. So how would you grade this potential compensation? A 2024 second rounder, top five in the second round, or a 2025 and a 2025 first round pick. So a just outside the first round and then a first round pick in 2025. So uh, how would you grade that draft compensation for Mike Vrabel? But first, Sam, tell everybody about the Bone and Joint Institute. The Bone and Joint Institute, they're the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Don't fumble on your recovery. Go to the Bone and Joint Institute and schedule an appointment with them at boneandjointtn.org for good, reliable care in the Middle Tennessee area located out in Franklin with a state-of-the-art rehab facility to assist in your recovery. Uh, Everything is all under one roof at the Bone and Joint Institute at one campus, so you don't have to drive all around Middle Tennessee to go hit your different appointments. You just go uh, out to Franklin. They've got clinic, rehab, image, surgery, testing. It's all in the same spot uh, with the best doctors out there. So go schedule an appointment with our friends at the Bone and Joint Institute at boneandjointtn.org. All right, with BetMGM, you can always win big. Sign up with the BetMGM app using our bonus code ATOZ Sports and get the best first bet offer out there, which is up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. So when you sign up with bonus code ATOZ Sports, go big on your first bet because if you miss it, no problem. You get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets uh, right there with the BetMGM app. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee, only new customer offer. All promotions, subject qualification, eligible requirements. First online rule, money, wager. Only rule, which you should bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days. And for problem games, sort called Tennessee Redline, 800-889-9789. All right, Sam, I'll send you to the chat. I um, love it. I love the chat. I you love, love the I chat adore, right now. I adore the chat because. All right. So the, 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 the compensation that we have come up with based on Randy Mueller's article at The Athletic is that we are not going, we can't have this conversation and expect the Patriots to give up their 2024 first round pick. I think we all know and believe that is not going to happen. So what Randy yeah, Mueller it said- It would be unprecedented for a team to give up the number four pick in the draft for a head coach. I mean, that's yeah. just, the, it, it'd be nice. It just doesn't so, seem realistic. And the Titans are probably going to have a top 10 pick as well, right? So- would the Titans want two top 10 picks? That's also something I'm sure they would. (laughs) Well, you also have to pay those two top 10 picks, a potential fifth year option. Again, there is cap stuff. You figure that out. 
Okay. All right. I'm just saying that does come to, into play later on. But so a top five second round pick in 2024 and a first round pick in 2025. That is our trade compensation that we are discussing here. How would you grade it? So we want letter grades, not a I'd do it or I don't want to do it or kick rocks. A letter grade for that trade compensation for Mike Vrabel and the Patriots uh, with uh, Randy Mueller's advice from the athletic this morning. So I will send you to the chat there, Sam. Well, this is why I love the chat. It's because it's just like F to A. It, like, and, and that is, we got a C minus, we got an F minus, then we got a B, then we got a deal. That's a B plus. And then we got an A, and then we got, you know, a couple Bs, then we got a D minus and an F plus. And so the, the variance in the chat cracking me up this morning. Titans Kyle says B, uh, a B plus from Adam, a B minus, uh, B minus from dad to the bone, C minus from top tier, a C from Michael Kennedy and a plus from Randy Lewis. Hammer's at a C plus. Uh, Samuel King is at a C minus. Jonathan says, A, do it. We got a B minus. Uh, then we got uh, an A from Steven, a D from Scott. Uh, and we got a, a, a big hell no from Timmy. Trey says he wants first rounders, plural, multiple first rounders. Jabu gives it a C, but Michael gives it an A. And Lucas gives it an A. And Timmy gives it an F. Uh, Yuri gives it a B plus Jody gives it a D minus. So seems like we are all over the map, Austin. And I'm not sure that surprises me a ton because this seems to be the vibe that Titans fans have right now. You're either riding with Mike Vrabel and nothing is enough, or you're more ready to move on. And the idea of potentially getting the 38th pick in the draft and, you know, next year, maybe the 12th pick in the draft uh, is exciting enough for Titans fans. So what is your grade for this? And what is your scale? I'm interested in seeing what your scale is for. Yeah. For so I think, a, I think an A minus to A grade for coach trade would be two first rounders, right? So I think, the fact that they are not going to get two first rounders unless they're 2025 and 2026 first round picks, then that's tough, right? I, I'm not anti this. I could potentially pull the trigger on it if it was a real offer. So I would say, I think it's a hard B, you know, I don't think it's a B minus cause I think it's valuable because of what it would give you and what it would give this new head coach with Rand Carthon. If you pull the trade on this, let's say the Patriots are picking 37th, which is fifth uh, in that in that second round, and the Titans are picking top 10, right? So that means you have a, you know, the Titans' eighth overall pick, which is where they're slotted now. The Titans' eighth overall pick. Then you have 37 and 40. I, I, I To go along with the Patriots' first rounder in 2025 and your first rounder in 2025, and I, based on Drake, Drake may or, or Caleb Williams, or, or I don't necessarily think the Patriots are a playoff team next year. And so Bork says, yeah, three top 45 picks could help you solve some problems. And it could also, and now you're going to pair that with two first rounders uh, the following year that can help you solve some problems too. And it kind of feels eerily similar to what the Titans had in John Robinson's first two drafts. And it did not go as well as it could have. It could have absolutely been better and they missed on some, but they had, they hit a couple ones that were really nice in Jack Conklin. And then Derek Henry, two picks in those first 
45 picks or so. And then you had uh, the next year, two first round picks to go get needs with Corey Davis and Adoree Jackson. It didn't turn out as well as it could have, but both those players had positives in their tenure with the Tennessee Titans before they ultimately uh, did not work out. So I do think there's an opportunity for the Titans to go big with this. And Kyle brings up Kevin Byard. Kevin Byard was the Titans original third round pick in 2016. So that did not go into a trade, but I do think if you're talking about flipping a roster and with cap space, you're having $90 million of cap space plus three picks in the top 40. You can do some work with that. Yeah. So what is your grade? B plus B hard B. Oh, B, B. straight B, which is, I think is acceptable. So, okay. That's interesting. Uh, I, I, think, I think it's a, look, you'd have to go through some more negotiation, but like, I think it's, I think that is an acceptable trade offer from new England uh, is a second round pick at 37th ish. And then a first rounder in 2025. So I think it's a B minus. Uh, I think it is, you know, uh, not quite what I would have wanted. Uh, not quite probably what Titans fans would want. But I do think if you're probably looking at uh, the scope of head coach trades in the past and what New England has and what's realistic to expect, this is a relatively fair offer. So I give it a B minus. But the reason it's a B minus for a fair offer, uh, if you're the Titans, I think you're out of your mind to take a fair offer. I don't take a fair offer. I need to be blown away. I need an A plus package. This is a B minus package. I'm not taking this. I'm not coming anywhere near this. I'm with Trey. I need multiple first round picks. If the New Orleans Saints are able to have Sean get a first round pick for Sean Payton, I think they got a future pick as well. It was like a first and a third or something like that. Uh, I'm trying to remember exactly what that trade compensation was. If the New Orleans Saints can get that for Sean Payton, a guy who was really unable to coach for them ever again, who had been away from the game for a year and stepped away when they had Dennis Allen, a head coach that they already felt pretty good about, when they had zero leverage over Denver whatsoever and Sean Payton had already made it clear that he wanted to go be the Denver Broncos head coach, they had zero leverage. They still got a first-round pick. There is no world in which I trade Mike Vrabel with a young quarterback in the middle of a multi-year deal. Uh, and, and I cut this process off early when he's a, a reigning coach of the year in the past, when he's a guy who has done so much for this organization that I still think is one of the top 10 coaches in the NFL, unless I'm blown away. It's multiple first round picks or it's the 2024 first round pick. That might be unrealistic. I understand that. I don't expect the Titans to get that, but that's what I, it's what I think it would take for me to be okay with it, for a lot of the fan base to be okay with it, and for Miss Amy to be okay with it, where you can't justify turning down like multiple years of first round picks for a head coach. Okay, I think so would you? Is. So would you rather a 2025 and 2026 first round pick rather than what we're talking about here? It's yeah. just delayed. It's delayed compensation. I, th I think so. It's delayed compensation. Then you start to have the question, though, of like, do you really want to pick in 2026 when Will Levis will already have to be paid by that point? Um, so there's a lot of details. I Look, I think this is, a like I said, I think this is a fair offer when you look at value and, and just on paper, right? Like, what is the trade value of these picks versus what does Mike Vrabel bring? But I don't think the Titans can take a trade that is just fair value for Mike Vrabel. 
having that head coach is a luxury. You need to like the offer needs to go above and beyond. And so this is ultimately why I've thought that this was an unrealistic possibility for Mike Vrabel to be anywhere, but with the Titans next year, because Robert Kraft can dream all he wants. He wants Mike Vrabel. I'm sure he does. It makes a ton of sense. Why not replace Bill Belichick, the greatest head coach ever in this sport with a guy who has uh, won a coach of the year award, who's in your ring of honor, who has a great relationship with the fan base and ownership already. That makes so much sense to me. And it makes sense for Mike Vrabel to go be there, but you can't make it happen unless you're willing to pay. So put your picks where your mouth is, um, pony up and, and then maybe we'll talk, but right. not for this. So all right, so let's get to some uh, some other comments here. There's a lot of really good comments uh, that come in here. I, I saw that the, you mentioned Trey um, that um, got to have two first round picks. Jacob says would have to get two first round picks again. I think I, the, I, you're not going to get a 2024 first round pick. That's just not going to happen. Which is why this might not be the right fit. Also, which is weird is like it goes into that timing question we asked earlier. Like if the Patriots were last year's Patriots in the middle of the road and they're picking 14th. I think you can get this year's first round pick yes. and then it might make some more sense. But with the way they're bottoming out, you're dumb to trade the but number. You're, but three you're also pick. close like, to bottoming out. I mean, you're right there above the Patriots who are bottoming well, out. Right. True. But like that, that's I'm just saying the Patriots aren't going to move their pick because of how bad they are. But I think you kind of need that pick to consider it because you need two first rounders to, to move Mike Vrabel. And I don't think you want to move your head coach for a pick three years from now. Um, well, yeah, right. So what about, you know, the two picks we're talking about, a top five second round pick in this year's upcoming draft, then first round pick in 2025. What about throwing in a fourth round pick this year? So you get a second round and a fourth round this year, and then the next year's first. And you're closer. I, I don't know. I'd have to I'd have to think about that a little bit. I don't uh -huh, want to. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that blows me away. So I don't know if I'm. Because it's also a pretty high fourth round pick. True. Yeah, it's top 100 probably. Top 100, which is also a, a, a different day, right? It's like a fifth overall pick on day three. It's where you can maneuver that and use it how you want. That's that. Yeah, people, I, I think I'm with. They like that. With, they like those top fourth round picks because it gives you flexibility on Saturday of the draft. It's just an inside baseball kind of deal. All right, let's get to some uh, more of your chats here. Uh, but first, I want to tell everybody about our great friends at Krebs Kubota. Krebs Kubota is where to go uh, to make them a part of where you need to get all of your equipment. They have the best equipment in the industry with being an elite Kubota dealer with three great locations, Columbia, Franklin, and Murfreesboro. Their website's phenomenal too. KrebsKubota.com. If you've got that project coming up around the spring and you need to have that new piece of equipment to make that project easier and way better for you, KrebsKubota.com. You can either buy the equipment for the long haul or if you just have the weekend project, you want to rent it, go out there, get it out, get it done, and move on. Krebs Kubota can help you with the rental process as well. The best customer service in the equipment industry. Over 18 years, family-owned and operated. KrebsKubota.com. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports when you sign up with BetMGM and get up to $1,500 back into your account in the form of a bonus bet. Even if your first bet doesn't win, I wish I had this promo last night, Austin, because I lost some money on the mm. Illinois fighting Illini. Uh, Should have done the emotional hedge. I didn't. I tried to back to my guys, and uh, they came up short against the number four Marquette Golden Eagles. I wish I had that promo, but if you're not with BetMGM yet, go get that promo. Sign up. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports and up to $1,500 back in bonus bet, even if your bet loses. 
All right, so uh, we're addressing this because that's all Titans Fox. Like, is it January? Why When I wake up and it's the offseason, why are we talking about this? Because Randy Mueller, former NFL GM, uh, published this morning on The Athletic why the Patriots should trade for Titans head coach Mike Vrabel this offseason. So that's kind of the reasoning that Sam and I decided to pivot from our other Titans topic that we had on uh, on deck for uh, this morning's show. Let's get to some more Super Chats. Eric says, I see this as a malarkey situation. If Rabel were to get traded slash fired, it's because he won't fire the coaches that are his buddies. I, you know, I don't necessarily think it's automatically that, but I could see that being uh, a layer involved in the conversation on yeah. what the, de- what the decisions might be from the Titans. Yeah. And remove the buddy aspect from this. It's not the fact that these guys are his buddies per se. It's the fact that, you know, if you're a defensive minded head coach, you have to be able to hire consistently hire uh, good offensive play callers because you hire a good one. He'll probably get a job somewhere else. And that is exactly what has happened to Mike Vrabel with the two good offensive coordinators he has had as they're now head coaches. So the ability to hire an offensive coordinator, um, consistently that can have your offense be productive and win you football games is essential. Uh, I don't necessarily think we're in a spot to judge Tim Kelly yet because as much as, you know, I I'm critical of some of the things Tim Kelly has done and some of the decisions that he has made. It's, it's gotta be hard to coach this offense with that sort of offensive line and try and make play calls with that group. So I am trying to be forgiving of that aspect, but Certainly, you know, you get a couple of years down the line and you still have a revolving door at OC and you can't score points that that has to reflect on your head coach. Uh, Andre Super Chat says, remember, I said Vrabel wasn't the coach to lead this team in the future. He was perfect at the time. But with his staff and choices lately, it's time. Uh, that's another conversation that we can expand on at a different date. Rashid says, why would Vrabel start over where this roster is missing five to ten pieces where New England needs a lot? I mean, it's just a fresh start. Sometimes it is easier to start fresh completely and do a rebuild in a new place. And is New England looking to bring in a guy to fill Belichick's role? Like, is Vrabel going to have full control? That that could be something that... Yeah, you would... They they would... And that was part of Randy Mueller's column, too, is that you would definitely, if you're the Patriots, you would hire, or in this situation, trade for Vrabel and then hire a legitimate... GM to do that and okay, have so those people not. work together. Yeah. Um, let's see. Ticket of the King says, uh, how long can Vrabel hang his hat on coach of the year? Matt Nagy was named coach of the year. Where is he these days? Vrabel's a CEO, not X's and O's. I, I don't necessarily agree with the back half of that, but yeah. Who was last year's coach of the year, Sam? Oh gosh. You remember? I don't even know if I know. Brian Brian oh, really? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's going swell, right? The New York Giants are a disaster. Now, not all Brian Dayball's fault, but <laughs> he's not doing a great job with what they they were a disaster when Daniel Jones was healthy. Um, so you know, coach yeah, of the Nagy, year, I mean, Nagy's a great example. 2018 coach of the year, mediocre in 2019, mediocre in 2020, a little bit bad in 2021. He's out of there after four seasons. Uh, and like that's kind of like Vrabel was 2021 coach of the year mediocre in 2022 they're not good this year he's following that path right there and you know coach of the year's also not for long league uh let's see brandon says i think we're getting off track problem is personnel fix that and it'll fix everything Vrabel isn't leaving uh, i agree with sam but be careful with be careful what I, you don't, wish for. I don't think it can be understated how bad the roster is like, uh, and, and that and like that's also like i agree like i agree the the main issues 
with this team are John Robinson's mess or is John Robinson's mess. Excuse me. But yep. again, I am, I am trying to prop up the opportunity for continuity with Will Levis long-term. That is what I see this as. <clears throat> and so I think that is important to remember that. Yes, it's not Rabel's fault. The roster looks well, like this. And I will say, like to, to your point, and I don't believe this, but I'm going to make a point for your point. If the Titans come out and are bad next year and they were bad this year, the desire for teams to give up first round picks for Mike Vrabel is non-existent. You probably yeah. are looking at firing Mike Vrabel more than you are trading and, him for a big asset. So you, like, now, if there is an opportunity to hang, like to go and get something for him. It is this off season. Yes. And now Will Levis is another year deeper, a less year cheaper, and you've got to figure some stuff out a lot faster. Um, so. but, and then Scott says, I don't agree with Austin. Hey, D'Amico Ryan's a D coach. Look at that. Look at Stroud. Yeah. But D'Amico Ryan's ain't going to have Bobby Sloak next year. He's not because, uh, Amnesia says, Austin, who in the hell are you going to replace Rabel with? Uh, Ben Johnson or Bobby Slowick? Those two guys who are studs. They're stud offensive coordinators who have two of the best offenses in the league right now. So that's who you replace him with. And you have an opportunity to do this, uh, the right in that way. Um, and let's see, Kane says, uh, do we not deserve the best from the organization, regardless of the feelings behind the decision of Rabel? We want a team that gets wins, get us a ring. And again, this is a, Reset. It's an opportunity for reset uh, right there. Um, Kick of the King says also you could do a 2024 first round pick swap plus additional picks. Yeah, but you're swapping what? Eight to five, five to eight. Like there's not, I mean, it is, there is, there's value there, but not head coach trade. I mean, unless it's right up. Yeah. I mean, depends where that pick ends up being, but um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, so Philip says uh, that's high, or other coaches uh, that have better resumes were traded for less. Holmgren won a Super Bowl, traded for a second. Herm Edwards traded for a fourth. Arians traded for a sixth. I think second and fourth is realistic for Vrabel. It, and and then it, a 2025 fifth, or first, sorry. It is. It, it's different now, though, I feel like. Like, I think, you know, it, I have to go with precedent that is the most recent and use recent precedent to – to weigh it like I, I don't want to compare what the Titans should get for Mike Vrabel and, and be like oh what did what did Holmgren get traded for I, I don't think that's yeah Mike process. Holmgren got traded in what decade yeah and, and so like I, I think you need to look at the most recent trade of a, a defensive minded great leader head coach and Sean Payton who yes well, had Sean a Payton's offensive minded is he I don't even yeah. know it's so long uh they hired a defensive guy to replace him. Uh, but it, you have to look at the, the most recent highly coveted head coach. And like I said, a team that had no leverage in New Orleans because they had Dennis Allen and because they liked what they were building. And I think you have to compare the first round pick where if, if I'm the Titans and I get this phone call from Robert Kraft and he tries to come at me with a second and a fourth, I say, well, what? Second and a fourth. What do you think you're doing? Look what Denver had to give up, buddy. That's this. That's the starting asking price because Mike Vrabel's younger. Mike Vrabel, you know, is going to stick around for a lot longer than Sean Payton will in Denver because we've got multiple years uh, of uh, of his contract left. Because 
we have more leverage than New Orleans had. So you have to look at the most recent trade instead of just like placing a label. Yeah, and Curator says, uh, why not wait until next year? The roster isn't as f- isn't at full potential yet. I think we both discussed that there's probably not an a buyer or a trade partner for Mike Vrabel a year from now, especially if the Titans are continuing yeah. to be a non-playoff team. That the window is now. It certainly diminishes the value of like of like what Mike Vrabel is. Uh, I think right now there's a, a justification that can be made to any team. And a fair one of like, well, hey, this is a head coach who is, you know, going through a rough patch right now with a rough roster, but has won a coach of the year, has won some playoff games, has proven to to check a lot of these boxes. But, you know, you start looking at potentially end of next year, three consecutive seasons of not making the playoffs and finishing under 500 and how that reflects on him. I think your your value is is severely diminished. Yeah, agree. A to Z Sports here live on this Wednesday. That's look. We'll see what happens, but it's a it's a really good column um, out there. Uh, I'll go ahead and post um, our uh, link to it on a to z sports.com here in the chat for you guys to check out of uh, former NFL GM weighing in on the Mike Vrabel trade potential uh, to the Patriots. If you guys want to read uh, that, that's from our Twitter account right there. Uh, Zach Reagan wrote that up this morning based off of what Randy Mueller had to say. So. Sam, it is now time for us to do some trivia. But first, I got to tell you guys about Farm Bureau Health Plans. FBHP.com is where to go. Uh, FBHP.com slash ATOZ is where you should go to help with your health plans uh, and your health coverage get better because it's you know easy to forget how much you're paying for your health coverage, how much you're uh, not getting in your health coverage. If you want better from Farm Bureau Health Plans when it comes to health, dental, and vision, they can help you out. Zach saved 20% plus a month from his coverage and got better coverage. The best of both worlds. Farm your health plans, fbhp.com slash ATOZ. Hyundai as well. Make them a part of your new car buying process. Go see your friend Payne Bone and his team in Lebanon and online at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Sam, are you ready for trivia? Let's do it. Let's hit it. All right. Time for our grid trivia style here. Sam loads it up. We've got our nine categories. Of course, NFL, college football, Major League Baseball across the top. Uh, I will pick our first category, and then uh, I'll let the chat, if you want to pick a category, I'll go second category from the chat here. But I'm going to start with grocery products. All right, grocery products. Let's see it. Produced by Tyson, this brand of hot dogs has a baseball-themed name and is typically packaged in a plastic wrapper with transparent black, uh, with a transparent back black wrapper top, and its name in yellow letters. You right. know it. Um, I can see it in my head. I have to think about it for a minute. I and mean, everybody, the chat is all over this thing. Okay, yeah, the ballpark, ballpark. Yeah, I don't ball- buy. Okay, ballpark. ballpark I, I'm not sure I've ever bought those. Yeah, there we go. I'm a. Okay. I don't buy hot dogs that often. When I do, it's I, I go I go Vienna. I'm straight to the Vienna beef. Uh, that's <laughs> oh, my. Gross. What? Uh, all right, Danny wanted to go music next. So you want to go music next? That is our second category. All right, music. 
A top five Billboard Hot 100 hit from 2006 with over 1 billion Spotify streams. What band is most known for their song Chasing Cars? Chasing Cars? I don't even know if I can. I don't even. I can't even hear this song in my head. There are so many. I mean, uh, Jeff, Andrew are coming in here. Titans Kyle comes in here. Snow Patrol? What in the world is a Snow Patrol? I'm looking this. uh, I'll put in the answer before we do this. I'm going to look this song up because I am like baffled that I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea what the heck that is. And Trey's even trying to like give us a lyric. Oh, oh yeah, everybody knows that song. I had no idea that it was chasing cars. I, I mean, I've kind of I had no that idea one. that song was called Chasing Cars. All right, uh, All right. next All category. Right. Wow, we're Let's off go, to a bad. Uh, I'm off to a bad start here today. Well, Austin. I knew Ballpark Franks. I was just messing with you. Uh, no, I, hey, I'm, that's why I hand up. I'm 0 for 2 right now. I, I might All need right, a celebrity uh, mashup in my life to uh, hopefully well, start doing Well, we did get better. somebody asking for history next. All right, all right, all right. Uh, living from 1907 to 1954, this Mexican artist was known for her self-portraits, was married to fellow artist Diego Rivera, and had a brief affair with Russian revolutionary Leo, Leon Trotsky. Oh, oh. I learned this at one point. Is it Frida Kahlo? That's what I'm thinking. Yes, Frida. Yeah, Frida. Is that what we're thinking, chat? Yes. Yeah, chat's on Frida. Frida Kahlo. F-R-I-D-A, I Uh, I think is what the spelling is. uh, All right, yeah, there we go. Frida Kahlo. Boom, let's go. Okay, that was a nice little... All right, you wanna you feel good? You wanna get a little tic tac toe with your celebrity mashup? Right I need there? I need the mashup in my life because if I can pull both out of a mashup, I'll feel really good about myself. Oh, that, this uh, is the and, one. And I feel like I made up for missing time. ballpark hot dogs. Um. All right, here we go. All right, <laughs> I have the I have the inside. Robert California. Zoom in because that looks wild as hell. Is is this an office double? Who would that be on the outside? What's her name? Who's the owner of Saber? You know what? Mm. I don't know what her name is though. Joe Bennett. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I mean it's the, it's James Spader in the middle. Uh, we're all over that one. Who else does she play? This actually just looks like James Spader. <laughs> like that could if it's you not said, Jamie Lee Curtis, Kathy Bates. Uh, it's Kathy Bates. Yeah, Kathy Bates. All right, so we're gonna yeah. uh, let's put that in as our guess here, James Spader. And Kathy Bates. Oh, <laughs> yes. look at that. We got it. That's amazing. Saber, right. the Saber power. Unit. I did not know Kathy Bates's name. I never would have, uh, never would have gotten that name. That's amazing. I need to take a screenshot of that before. Oh, go back to that. I want to. 
because <laughs> it looks it looks like it could be just James Spader. Oh man, yeah, James Spader with he he got some did some cool hair. He just yeah, and then grabbed a jacket from Elton John's closet. All right, um, I think let's Bork, go. Bork is right. By the way, I'm just I'm off my game this morning. This is not has not been my trivia round thus far. So I've got to I got to be better moving forward. Where are we going? Uh, let's go. Um, let's get some MLB. All right. I like going tic-tac-toe. What current day American League West team was Jose Canseco playing for in 1993 when a fly ball bounced off his head for a home run? Uh, I've got this one. This one is relatively uh, simple. Um, Was it Oakland? You want me to tell you? Wait. We're getting some Texas Rangers. But I thought it was Oakland. We got a lot of Texas Texas Rangers answers, and then now we've got Oakland A's. Sam, what is it? I believe this is the Texas Rangers. Really? Oh, he was uh, he was '80s Oakland with McGuire, right? With McGuire, we're getting extra. Maybe, maybe okay. No, it would have been if it was McGuire. Then yeah, it's gonna be Oakland. I think yeah, it's, Oakland. Second guess. it's Oakland. It's gotta yeah, be. Oakland. This feels like Oakland. I think he went to Texas for one year in the mid nineties. We're getting a lot of Texas. it's Oakland. I don't, I think this is a don't overthink. Cause it, it was the wall in the Coliseum that it bounced over. Right. I think so. Um, okay. Uh, chat's making me over, overthink this. I'm going to, I'm going to stay, I'm going to run the ball. People are, people are saying Rangers. People are going Rangers. That, that was my first thought too, but like, I, I don't want to miss Oakland if it's Oakland, but I feel like that's also too easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's go. Let's go Oakland. Hit the select button. We're going Oakland. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah, there it ah. is. Incorrect. It was those Rangers. I, I should trust my uh, gut. All right, you want to go TV? Should have trusted my gut. See, Bork, I'm rattled as hell, and it doesn't help that I got chat being like it's 100% Oakland, and then I'm like, well, now I'm I'm gonna be wrong. If when I miss a Jose Canseco on Oakland question, then I look like a <laughs> a dumb dumb. But I got rattled. Right. Correct. I'm Tele- all over the television. Right television. <laughs> oh my gosh! I chat is. I got to stick to my gut, my guns when it comes. Zoom us, zoom us out a little bit there, Sam. Well, we're good. We got the question right here. Terrence Howard okay. and Taraji P Henson starting this Fox musical drama series from 15 to 20. Is this uh, Terrence Howard is is this Empire. I don't know. I have no no idea. Terrence what, Howard Trace is an empire, empire, Orlando sure. empire. Um, we got empire, Demetrius, right. Chris, Matt empire. Boom. There it is. Right. There we go. I okay. think I got my swagger back. All right, let's go up uh, movies and we'll end on two, two footballs. <laughs> All right. Movies, uh, at, at the 1992 Oscars who took home best actress, uh, for their role as Clarice Starling in the silence of the land. Clarice. Clarice. Yeah, that was bad. Clarice, Clarice Starling. Do you have this one, Austin? No, I don't, but I just know it's Clarice. 
seen the silence of the lambs. Jody Foster is the answer flying from That's the chat. answer my question. Have you seen the silence of the lambs? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, years ago, like early teenage years. Jodie yeah, Foster. It's a great movie. It's an awesome movie. Uh, and Jodie Foster is the correct answer here. So uh, we have six correct answers. We will have to circle back on baseball at the end, provided we can knock out both of the football. This two-time consensus All-American wide receiver at USC from 04 to 06, totaling 3,000 receiving yards and 41 catches. I have a gut instinct here. 41 touchdown catches. Ooh, this is a good one because I think people are going to miss this. Really? Okay. I, well, I could be wrong then. I, I have, it feels like the obvious answer to me. Should I say my receiver receiver? Well, well Andrew says Juju, but it's not, I think it, uh, my first instinct was with Trey, which is Mike Williams. It's not Reggie Bush people. I, I think it's either Mike. I think it's either Mike Williams or Dwayne Jarrett. Oof. I'm trying to think because Mike Williams was, he was in on the, the Reggie Bush team, though. Mike Williams was. We have to think, let's think draft because what year did the Lions select Charles uh, Rogers? I have no Boston? idea because then they went like back to back. I'm thinking it's Dwayne Jarrett. I think it's Dwayne Jarrett. Hmm. Chad is torn. I don't think Mike Williams was on those teams. He was on the Bush push team. I think, well, he had some weird stuff where he like sat out a year because he wanted to go pro early. I think Jarrett was after Williams. (sighs) But also, you definitely know more about Charles Rogers was like 2000 because they went like Charles Rogers. This is a different Mike Williams. Yeah. Uh, Bork. This uh, is not Clemson Mike Williams. Yes. This is the OG Mike Williams, who was a stud. RIP, too, I'm pretty sure. Are you sure? I think he just recently passed away. Yeah. USC Mike Williams? I think so. There was a, I'm pretty sure. Oh, God. All right. Do we want to go Mike Williams? Um, I, I don't know. I don't want to get, I, like, you're, Let's ask the chat one last time. Um, Mike William, Williams or Jarrett, put it in the chat. We'll go with whatever has majority. I think it's I think it's Dwayne Jarrett. I still think it's Dwayne Jarrett. I think Mike Williams was a little bit before Dwayne Jarrett. Dwayne Jarrett. All right. Yeah. Dave says go with Austin. Sam's off his game today. I, I will admittedly Dwayne not Jarrett. know. I, I don't know a ton about college football quite like Austin does. So let's. Let's ride with Austin Dwayne and Jarrett. Jarrett. And that's right. Good job. Boom. Now I got to know if Mike Williams is still with us or not. I don't believe he is. I believe he passed away a couple months ago. Um, so RIP Mike Williams. Let's get to, are you, are you checking? Are you fact checking me real quick? Yes, I am. All right. Uh, you can go with the NFL though. All right, let's go. NFL. Tom Savage was named the week one starting quarterback for what AFC team in 2017. Uh, I do know this one. Different Mike Williams. Huh? That was Syracuse Mike Williams passed away. There's a different one? There's I thought there were only yeah. the two. Nope. Syracuse Mike Williams. 
Okay. Uh, all right, then. Uh, Tom Savage was named the week one starting quarterback for what team? While you were doing that, chat is exploding this because, uh, you know, these Titans fans are familiar with the Houston Texans, Tom Savage, uh, and Raiders legend, Tom Savage, as well. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Uh, you were thinking what, Raiders? Yeah. Yeah, well, the, he played in that the playoff game the year prior for the Raiders because uh, Derek Carr had that injury uh, and then yeah. was named the starting quarterback for the Texans, I believe, one or two years later after that. Uh, we, are gonna double bit. Year. we are going to circle back to uh, – no, Watson was a rookie in 18 – or, you know, 17, right? Yeah, yeah, that's don't, right. Don't mess with me. Well, I, I take away like the Mitch year out of my head because that, that I'm okay, like, I, I, I yeah. think of like, oh, that 2018 Mitch year was fun. But then I forget that there was a Mike Glennon, uh, you know, bear God. season in there. I erase that. The Rangers, hit the Rangers and let's get on with our day. There it is. Uh. X Rangers <laughs> should have trusted myself. Never again. Never again. And am I, am I letting the chat talk me out of a baseball answer? Yep. Yep. There you go. All right. Well, for that, uh, we did okay with, with trivia. Uh, Not right there. Not, Not okay. No, it's okay, but that's all right. 40% off all of our merch shop. I'm going to drop the link in the chat shop. for 40% all of our stuff. We are transitioning, moving our gear. So please buy our stuff. So it doesn't have to go to me and Zach's house. So uh, I'm posting the link right there. Shop.a-to-zsportsnational.com. 40% off. Great for the holidays. Great stuff. Soft, uh, comfy t-shirts. Great hats as well. Uh, so check that out. Uh, please buy our stuff. Sam, you'll be at the Titans facility today. Get ready for this Jags matchup. We'll find yes, out some injuries later this afternoon. And we'll be back tomorrow for a Thursday morning show, Buck Rising Live tonight for a to z Sports Primetime. Please like the show. Thumbs up on both Facebook and YouTube. We need more likes on the show. More of you guys. I guarantee there's a lot of you guys. I'm talking to you that have not liked the show, but you've been watching for the whole trivia segment. So please like the show, and we'll see you guys tomorrow on a Thursday. Appreciate it as always.